0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Mama Pachamama podcast. I am Vivian McKinnon and today is a beautiful day. I am feeling sparkly inside and this is a word I've been using to describe myself a lot lately and I love it because five years ago you never would have convinced me that referring to myself as sparkly would become a thing. (laughs) guys I feel sparkly it feels good I'm sparkling inside I've got just so many things that I'm dreaming up and so many things that are manifesting and so much to speak on it's it's infinite I feel like never ending the abundance is very clear to me of of how I'm the abundance of how I'm showing up um And what's at, what's in my reach is it feels infinite and it's a beautiful feeling. So today I am crafting today. I am restocking the apothecary. I was having an emotionally turbulent day yesterday, despite having written in my planner to do a lot of these restocks yesterday. I instead opted out because I do not like to create with that energy. So today I'm feeling sparkly and when I'm feeling sparkly, I like to create, which is why I was like, oh, maybe I should sit down and record a podcast episode. Um, And yeah, I'm excited to say that today I am going to launch a new product that I'm really excited about. Go check it out in the apothecary. It's called the Calm Balm or just called calm bomb and it's lovely. It is a organic clean Vicks vapor rub. If you remember that, I don't, do people still use that? It's a all organic, really beautiful, clean version of that. And it is, it has just been lovely to use, um, as I've like formulated it, I've been enjoying it. And today I will officially have it up in the apothecary. I hope that's the plan. All these sparkly feelings better make it happen. (laughs) Okay, so speaking of, as I constantly come up with new, beautiful, interesting, thoughtfully crafted products that I make out of necessity, so every product that you've ever tried or not tried, every product that I sell is something that I made initially for myself, for my personal use, and then thought, Oh, cool. I should sell this. This is great. Um, and I love that cause I stand a hundred percent behind liking everything that I make and sell and is everyone else going to like it? No, but do I like it? Hell yeah. And that's like that's what it's all about. Like I can only show up in the world as myself and I'm certainly not going to please everybody. But it's fun to create as Vivian and the people who are interested and who love it, awesome. And the people that buy my stuff and don't like it, that like that's cool then you probably shouldn't buy my stuff anymore. Like that's it's all good. I don't take that personal. Um different people, different preferences and yeah, it's, it's all part of the fun of having a business of offering whatever it is. Like you have your own spin, you have your own unique, uh, style. You have your own unique brand. You have your own unique characteristics of whatever it is that you're putting out there in the world, right? Just like how we have our unique looks. We all have our unique spin on what we create and put out in the world. And today's episode, I want to touch on something that has come up Often enough in conversations with women that it feels like it needs to be said. The desire to create herbal products, the desire to create herbal remedies, the desire to be an herbalist and feel called to discover the herbalist within It is a woman's birthright. We are of the earth. We are simply, you know, developing our relationship with our like fellow beings, right? Plants. It is a birthright to develop a relationship with the plants that grow on this earth and to create remedies with it that is this is a woman's birthright there is there is no special kind of anything you need to step into this you are fully capable and honestly like there is such an abundance of literature and you could do all the courses you could do whatever you can also self teach which is what i did and i feel pretty knowledgeable about plant medicine and, um, plant allies and and herbal remedies. And, you know, this, and I actually started this out of a desire for just like cleaner products. Like, why is there so much, like, why are there so many ingredients in all of your skincare products or whatever? But it is, it is, it is well within your birthright to embrace your inner herbalist and go for it. Like you can easily look up formulas, recipes. You can put your own spin. I mean, ultimately, we're all imitating on all levels. We're literally, ultimately, all imitating others to some degree. Like nothing is new. I, I'm, I'm a big believer in that. But you put your own unique flavor, your own unique energy into it, and that is beautiful. And it is the the um scarcity mindset that will make you fearful of, is there room for me in this realm? Of course there's room for you in this realm. There are a million people that there are a million people. There are billions of people. Like there are so many people that would be interested in your unique offerings. There is no reason to feel like an imposter. If you are a woman and you're curious about herbalism or, Anything in this realm of like self-care, you, you were, you were not an imposter. This is, this is the, this is the ultimate like feminine, (laughs) uh, way to, to like indulge yourself and to like, to create and, and integrate with nature, right? It is a way we integrate with nature. We, we develop a relationship with plants. How? By using them, by smoking them, by processing them, by cooking with them by just identifying them like they're beautiful. It's, it is this beautiful process of discovery that is just the most natural thing for a woman to seek out. And it is well within your right to develop this part of yourself and say, Hey, I think I could like make some cool stuff. And I think that I know some people that would want to buy what I have to make. Like that's, that's, that's beautiful. That's wonderful. And I fully support any woman who comes to me and is like, I'm thinking about I'm like, hell yeah, do that. That's great. You should. You have you have your own network of people who would love to support you and who would love to share what you've got with others. And you've probably got fellow herbalists and fellow creators who would love to collaborate with you. That's beautiful. Grow it. Do it. Why not? I would never, I would never feel that there was any kind of like infringement on what I'm doing with one of my sisters coming to me and saying, Hey, I want to start this. And this has happened. And I love it. I'm like, cool. How can I support you? That's beautiful. Um, and yeah, so why I'm bringing this up, like I said, I've had enough conversations with different women who feel that imposter syndrome that feel that like, am I allowed to step into this? Is this okay? Like, Who are you looking for permission from? Like the master herbalist. I mean, you can buy, I think like Rosemary Gladstar to me is like, just like, she's great. I love her. Go, go buy some of her books and read her books. And, and I mean, use that as a reference. It's, it's, rather simple and and of course like get to know plants in person grow what you can we all want to do that right i can't i don't think i've ever met a woman who's like no i would never want to grow anything like that's that's another like birthright it's like the desire to grow flowers to grow herbs is like inherent it's it's within us it is part of our feminine essence and we absolutely should be encouraging our sisters to lean into this And on this topic, I have something really beautiful that I'd like to share because I speak from a place of experience. When I first began creating products to sell, I did feel that imposter syndrome. I was very well aware of all of the women out there who are successfully running businesses as herbalists and, um, you know, it was easy to say to myself, what do I have to offer? Look at all these incredible things these other women are offering. Like, what could I possibly do here? And I could not feel more differently about that now. Um, as well as the the herbalists that that are huge advocates of knowing the science and technicality, the science behind herbs. Like, great, good for you. That's great. But that's 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 not the only way. Like, that's that's beautiful and all. I honor that. But I also honor the people like myself who are really more interested in the energy behind the plants we're using like what are what am i energetically receiving from these plants i find that to be actually once i open myself up to that and stopped trying to memorize you know the technical terms and the scientific you know breakdowns of plants and what their constituents are. And I actually just leaned into like, what am I receiving from this plant? What is, what is the communication here? Like what, what's, what are, what message is being communicated from this plant when I take this tincture and I'm open to receiving that. And I'm open to paying attention to shifts, subtle shifts in my body. Cause most of us do know that take those of us that take tinctures and use herbal remedies and stuff. It's subtle. It's not like a pill you pop and it's like, Whoa, I feel so different. It's like, these are subtle things. And it, it, you know, plant medicine asks us to, obviously I'm talking about casual plant medicine. I'm not talking about like the psychedelics. Um, it invites us to be more in touch with our body and with ourselves so we can feel these subtle shifts. For instance, right before I started recording this, I took, um, a double dose of my adaptogen power tincture. I have not had this posted in the apothecary for a while, but I have quite a few bottles left from when I did sell it. And, It's become my favorite tincture. I take it often. Adaptogens are just absolutely beautiful. Um, Whatever, like, (laughs) I know what adaptogens mean, but at this point, it's just like, I don't even care of like, I don't even really care about what that means. All I know is this blend of astragalus, astragalus, ashwagandha, and ginseng really has a potent effect on my State of mind and on what I'm what's happening in my body, it's powerful. Uh, Likewise, I stopped smoking the holy smokes right before recording a podcast. (laughs) This is actually really funny. They get me so stoned, obviously, not literally, there's no psychedelics in it or anything like that. It's just very simple herbs, but. The effects are so profound when I smoke the holy smokes. They get me so relaxed and relaxed to a point of like on the verge of feeling stone. But I'm not, like I said, there's no um, paranoia. There's no like psych- like intense, psychedelic, psychoactive um, thing happening that I had to stop smoking them before recording the podcast because in order to <laughs> like be able to continue talking, I mean, obviously you listen, this isn't like a dialogue back and forth where I get a chance to like, think of what I want to say. I'm just free flowing. And I found that the smokes were making it really difficult to have a, like a continuous free flow. Um, just making me too relaxed. So instead I'm opting for the adaptogen blend and I love it. These herbs just hit the spot. They get me super focused and like tuned into what, the message that I am trying to communicate and that now it's like, Oh, I love this tincture blend. I absolutely, I'm going to start selling it again because here in, and, and probably rename it because who cares about the adapt adaptogen effect? What's really happening. It's providing this like intense, intensely like soothing focus so I can be very present mentally and physically in what I'm doing right now. And obviously the herbs themselves are not just going to do that. That's also a result of inner work and um, emotional intelligence and like healing parts of myself and the self-care parts of myself where I'm coming into this space like clear and ready. But the herbs, once you've done that work, inviting the energetics of herbs is powerful it is interesting it is beautiful and I honestly can look back and say I wasn't an imposter back then but I certainly did not fully comprehend what I was involving myself with in a sense of I was maybe even perhaps a little numbed out like unable to fully feel the power of herbal remedies and as i've done all of this work and i've shifted my perspective on how plants show up for me wow it is far more profound than i ever could have read out of a book and that's so interesting i love that no one like i where i didn't hear this information anywhere it was just subtly over time realizing these plants really affect me in these incredibly profound ways and i don't like i just i'm so uninterested in any of like the scientific breakdown of that i'm just very intuitively curious and like connected and that intuition it has now brought me to a place where like i can intuitively look at my medicinal offerings like you know i have a lot of single herb tinctures um it just jarred and, you know, sitting on my tincture shelf. And there are times where I'm just like, Ooh, I'm feeling really called. I don't smell it. I don't do anything other than just like intuitively like, like tune in. And I'm like, wow, I'm feeling really called to take some licorice root tincture right now. Like that just... Something in my body is feeling really called for that. And it's the same with Magnes, um, which has qu- quickly become like an apothecary favorite. I sold out so quickly. I love how much people have been loving the Magneze. I love it also. I love to just spray it all over my feet at night, right when I get into bed, right before I start reading my book. And it smells delightful. I just sit there and like rub my feet together. I don't. It leaves like a sticky residue. All magnesium sprays do. Um, so I don't like to touch it with my hands cause I don't like that, like sticky feeling on my hands. So I just spray it all over my feet and then just like sit there and rub my feet and kind of like move them around to air mount. But this, um, has like, it's been really beautiful how much people have been loving the magnes And I just completely forgot <laughs> why I brought up magnes. So I'm going to move on to, oh, actually no, I remember now I Intuitively knew the reason I started creating this product and selling it is because I was like, I'm my body's really craving magnesium supplementation. I 100% know that, so I started making it for myself and then was like, oh, I've got to sell this. This is great. Whereas, and this is like specifically to seasonal in the winter. Whereas during the summer, I live by the beach. Obviously, that's going to change in a couple months, but currently, I've been living by the beach. So every summer, we spend so much time at the beach you're, there's just like such, and we're eating a lot of oysters, like, like at least once a week, we're eating lots of oysters, there's just, I feel no call, like no call to supplement with magnesium, I know my body's getting plenty, and it's like, this isn't even a conversation I have with words, it's truly just leaning into my intuition, having this, it's like, um, you know how meditation tends to be, like if you try to overthink it, it, it becomes really challenging or like when you're, um, trying to fall asleep at night and you really want to sleep. So you like overthink trying to fall asleep and that actually keeps you up, but there's that sweet spot, right? With meditation, with falling asleep at night, there's that sweet spot where you can like be in it, but you're not really stuck in your head. You're not thinking about it. And that, that sweet spot is where you become very intuitive with what you're feeling called to um, plant wise, herb wise, um, or just like food wise, you know, intuitively there's just days where I'm like, wow, I, I'm, I really need some red meat today. I'm just like deeply craving like something with a lot of red meat in it. Great. Okay. Let's make that happen. Um, another day, it's like, wow, I really need fish. Right. So Developing this relationship with ourselves requires us to do different levels of healing. So healing the physical body, clearing away the things that are numbing us out, like the um, preservatives and the artificial ingredients and the like overuse of alcohol and um, yeah, the overuse of anything really. So there's this physical, you know, clearing away, detoxing, all that kind of stuff. And once you've gotten yourself at a place of like physical connection where that's not weighing you down, right? It's like not, the point is not perfection, but it, as long as it's not where you're like, you know, chatter in the back of your mind or, you know, this, this like very evident, like, wow, I don't feel good in my physical body. We want to get away from that, right? We want to heal the physical and feel good in our physical bodies. We are designed to feel wonderful in our physical bodies. Okay. So that's like, that's such, I think the most basic element of it. And then there's the emotional journey, which is just so challenging (laughs) or not challenging, but like so intense and profound and ongoing. God, it just never ends and really beautiful. But I, I feel like once you've cleaned up your emotional, um, lack of intelligence enough. And once you've cleaned up like your spiritual disconnect enough, so once you've tuned in more spiritually and once you've developed a sense of self through, you know, your emotional intelligence, I think you've really put your, and, and of course the physical, um, you've put yourself in this ideal position to really tap into your intuition And we are designed to be like, ideally, we are all tapped into that part of ourselves. But of course, through conditioning, where most people aren't. And then there, we really get to explore what is like, just organically our essence. And I think it is organically the feminine essence to be curious about plant medicine and working with Pachamama and creating and then and then offering that to people, offering that to those you love. Look at this beautiful thing I created. Not only is it crafted with these beautiful ingredients, thought, but it's like thoughtfully made by me and it's crafted with love. That's beautiful. And that's something that women bring to the table. And that's why I've become such a huge advocate. And I love that Emily Saldea from the Free Birth Society is the one who turned me on to this. Um, and of course, many women in this, in this group will speak on this, that supporting other women and in, in like, it's not only beautiful to support other women, but also there's just, there's a, there's a touch to creating that women provide that is really felt, I think, um, of course men are capable of the same thing, but it's just different. I think it's inherently within us. It is part of the feminine essence to add the, this like extra layer of love. You know, it's the, it's the grandma's cooking kind of thing, or no one makes it better than your mother. You know, it's this element that's like, you can't buy this element that's going into it. And really everything comes down to how you show up, how you're showing up for whatever it is you're doing. And if you feel a calling to make herbal products, to make skincare products, to make, to call yourself an herbalist and work with plants, as long as you're showing up with that love and that curiosity and, and like willing and ready, like you don't have to have it perfectly figured out. You don't have to be able to like recite you know, every scientific component of a plant to be able to work with it. Like, you know, you know what you're, what, what, how you're showing up for it. And people will feel that. And then and then it goes from there. But I do want to remind every woman because of like I said, for how many times I've had this conversation and how many women are so curious and interested in creating their own products and maybe just for themselves or just to or to sell them or just you know to gift them, go for it. You will find so much pleasure that is like old wisdom, like old deep within your your being. There is something connecting us to crafting from the earth and putting our own essence into it. So I encourage you, sister, go for it. Like if you're, you know, if you're, if that's like so uninteresting to you, then why are you even listening to this episode? (laughs) But like, don't let any, don't let the imposter syndrome discourage you. Like there's, you have so much to offer. I promise you woman you have so much to offer in your own beautiful take on on anything and like it's it's fun it's it's it is it is our birthright to be an herbalist it is our birthright to be herbalist i'm telling you this is how i feel okay i'm gonna cut it here i love you all have a beautiful day